Hello everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Darwin James. Today's episode for coins on the 1st of June. I hope everyone's doing well, hope you had a good day. And as always, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. So today, we've got another one of my favourite unusual kind of stories. Well, unusual stories are what I like most about doing this podcast. And today, we're back with another one. Today, we're covering a story about a woman who apparently suffered a traumatic brain injury in her 20s and says that she suffers from near-death experiences throughout three times a month and has met Jesus Christ and get this, Walt Disney because of it. Now, I'm not going to like make fun of this because this could be actually a serious thing and obviously a traumatic experience. Uh, what she what she's saying could be very true. I don't know because I never met a woman. I never met her. Don't know her, and my opinion's pretty much useless in this sort of manner. The Jesus Christ thing, I get, because most people, when they have near death experiences, they do you know quote unquote see the light. They do see God. They see Jesus or whatever. That's very common for people with near-death experiences. Or if you're just a religious person in general, that's usually a common theme, if you will. The Walt Disney part of it, that sort of makes me wonder, what the hell is she on about? Maybe she's a really big fan of Disney, which is fine, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, the Walt Disney part of it kind of takes me out of this a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. They come to Jesus, but not come to Jesus, but the seeing Jesus Christ, sure, I can sort of understand that. Most people do have that sort of belief or that sort of vision from when they are the uh, de- death experience. But what Disney part of it, like, eh, now I'm feeling like you're kind of being a bit dramatic or you're kind of being a bit silly with this. But nonetheless, that's the story so far. Or that's the headline taking us into this story. So the woman in question, her name is Beverly Gilmore. She's 57 years old and she's from England. And she says, doctors have diagnosed her with a disorder of consciousness, a term normally used to refer to a person being in a coma or vegetated state. She said that during three times, oh, sorry, during these times she feels her own heart is stopping and her body is beginning to shut down before having an out-of-body experience where she can feel herself leaving her body. That must be so weird, like, you know, having that sort of feeling like you're leaving your body. Like, how do you experience that? Like, not experience that, but what goes through your mind during that point? How do you actually feel during that moment? Because that's just creepy. Not creepy, but that's trippy for someone like me. Like... Yeah, I can't begin to describe it, but it's like, you're feeling yourself leaving your body. Like, what the hell does that feel like? Obviously, it's not a normal feeling, and nobody would, could, could possibly put it into words without sounding a bit crazy or whatever, but it is what it is, I suppose. <laughs> when you're having an out-of-body experience, it just says it in the title, out-of-body experience. What does that mean? You're leaving your body. How do you feel? Who the hell knows? <laughs> um, 
from there on, she says that she's been able to contact spirits of dead people, including Walt Disney, while also, again, meeting Jesus. And she did an interview with Mail Online, where she says that she has a private relationship with Jesus, and is spiritualistic, but not religious. I wonder what it's like having a private relationship with Jesus. <laughs> like, what kind of things do you talk about? You know, do you talk about the weather? Do you talk about how your day's going? <laughs> you know, what kind of food you like? What kind of drink you like? What kind of, your favourite film? What do you talk about with Jesus? That's the big question here. And who else does it get to, you know, who else gets to have a private relationship with Jesus? Not many people do, so, you know, especially people who are religious. They spend hours and hours on end trying to connect to Jesus and sadly they don't successfully manage to contact Jesus. At least not in the way they hoped anyway. Or they want Jesus to give them a sign or whatever. But unfortunately that doesn't happen. <laughs> so she goes on to say he was showing stories. And when I met him there was this amazing building and the wood felt alive and well preserved when she said I'm meeting Walt Disney. Um, I thought she heard talk about Jesus for a second, but apparently not. <laughs> when I came back, I would go back into a trance and write down his stories or draw pictures of everything he had showed me. He showed me these characters and I became one of his characters and lived out one of his stories. I would sit back and listen to him and he would appear with these characters and he would tell me the names of these characters and their personalities and what they did in life, where they came from and their origins. God, she got to live a hell of an experience there because most, like, that's like a Disneyland trip, except without the rides and all the Disney memorabilia sort of thing, you know, the avatars, the Marvels, the Toy Stories, even though that's Pixar, but it's owned by Disney, the Toy Stories, the... I don't know what else they own. You know, all the other incredible stuff that Disney has. The Star Wars, the Indiana Jones, you know, stuff like that. That's like... This is her version of Disneyland right now, when she's Walt with Disney. She's meeting with Walt Disney in this spiritual... thing she's living in. This spiritual trance, if you will. But this is like a different version of Disneyland, in a sense. <laughs> And she also said that she also has met her deceased parents, saying that for the first time she met her dad's spirit, he looked 52, and well, the next time she saw him, he looked 30. She claims he told her, learn to do as you are told, which is a very common thing that we say to the kids all the time, learn to do what you're told. I say that to my nephews all the time. Like, well, not all my nephews, but... One or two, you know, learn to do what you're told. Stop answering back. Stop being cheeky, you know. Stop helping yourself to chocolate in the fridge or whatever it may be. Like, learn to do what you're told. <laughs> but, fortunately, it doesn't always work out. And while she asked her dad whether he had any information on the lottery number to share, <laughs> what the? And said that it can often take her some time to make sense of what she sees during her near-death experiences. Even when she's in like this, you know, this state, she's still got her mind on the right sort of questions. Like, yeah, 
won a lottery numbers. You know, I won a winner jackpot later on t- this week. You know, got any tips for me? Got any advice? <laughs> got any good numbers that I could possibly use? Even when she's in a, you know, vegetarian state or a coma, she's got an eye on the ball. I like that about her. And again, a number of people over the years have said that I've seen glimpses on the other side during death, near death experiences with people describing what they see in valid detail. It's hard to really make out whether or not what they see is true. Like, especially when they got like, if they got a really good memory of it, then you sort of feel like, hmm, maybe there's some truth to it. Because how would you be able to describe so much detail, so not graphic, but some valid detail. But then it all comes down to your mind for the most part, like how creative your mind could be in that sort of situation. Like, you could be thinking, that's completely right. Everything you saw, you did actually see. But then the reality is like, wait, actually, no. You didn't see all these things at all. Your imagination was that brilliant. But unfortunately, you just didn't actually see what you thought you saw. But it's an interesting belief. If or not, what you see towards near-death experiences if it's real or not. And it makes you wonder. Because obviously you can't be prepared for what you're going to see. I'm guaranteed she wasn't prepared for for what she was going to see. Like Walt Disney. How the hell do you meet Walt Disney in your, you know, coma, vegetative state, whatever it may be. How the hell does that happen? That's not something that happens every day. (laughs) Completely random. But it makes you wonder, like, what would you see in your vegetative state or your coma, in your dream sort of thing? As long as it's not Freddy Krueger, then you're probably alright. <laughs> but, like I said, I don't know how much of this story is real, how much of it is just her imagination, whether she's trying to make a few quid through the few get a five minutes of fame on the internet by doing like these interviews with Mail Online or whoever it may be. Because a lot of people would do that. You'll see a similar story. It'll gain a huge amount of attention for some weird reason. And think, oh, okay. Maybe I should consider doing something like that. And you'll spend a huge amount of time trying to plan out the story. Get every bit of detail correct. So it makes it sound realistic. They'll go over it every now and again. And then they'll probably do an interview. And then, you know, somebody will think, okay, well... Sure, I'll give you an interview. You get paid this much for the interview. Not all the time. Some people do it for free. But it is common where people would do this sort of thing for like at least five minutes of fame. But whether or not she is doing that for fame is a whole other story in itself. I don't think she is. Because like, what she got to gain? Like, she's 57 years old. Why would she want this sort of thing? Like, five minutes of favorite sort of attention you know what I mean like I'm sure she could do it without that sort of thing anyway so why would she want to gain that sort of attention especially when like again she's like 57 years old it just seems a bit weird and at her age well if she did get paid like a shit ton of money what's she gonna do with it she's 57 years old there's no mention of her having kids or a husband or whatever 
So she probably lives alone. Maybe a few animals, maybe. So what would she actually do with that money? <laughs> she didn't get paid a shit ton of money for doing like an interview or like that. But with that being said, thank you all for listening to today's episode. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.